Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. actually give a whole talk about treating treating our work like an athletic event and when you see it that way it doesn't mean you don't have fun and I mean having a shift drink and hanging with people you just did battle with should never be taken away but but I mean what's wrong with like calling that out a little bit it almost feels like our industry is growing up a little bit and I know it's easy to hold on to like it's easy to hold on to what was and, and to really glorify it. And, I, and I, I liked the school of hard knocks. I liked how hard life was. I felt like I was doing something not a lot of people could handle. But it doesn't mean it needs to be the norm. And I think that to have that stuff challenged, I don't think is that awful. This collection of the greatest athletes in battle traveling from one end of the United States to the other is what big time is all about. It's all about getting ready for that summer fun. We're right around the corner for Memorial Day, and that means it's kicking off that summer season. That's right, grilling season. We cannot wait. Me and the boys could not be more excited. We're grilling steaks. We're grilling chicken. We're grilling lobster, seafood, you name it. But, of course, me and the good brothers are grilling burgers. And we can't wait to talk to our friend Mike Danger Puma tonight. 
from Gotham Burger Social Club. He's going to be joining us here soon. But more importantly, right now at the moment, I am joined by the one, the only, Chef Dan and Chef Jeffy, of course, are here live with us. Boys, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. You know, uh, here's the thing I came across there weird, Jeffy. You're the main co-host. I know that. I'm not trying to knock it down, but you both are here. I'm excited. I love burgers, so my brain is just not fully focused on the actual intro, so I apologize, Jeffy. Yeah, man. It's hard to focus on the intro when we're about to talk to a burger champion. And a fucking legend. A legend. A guy who literally makes burgers better than anybody else we know. Fuck yeah. And he went down... To one of the biggest food festivals on the fucking planet and represented New York City. Slapped it on the table. It's beautiful. That's what I call dropping that hammer. And I'm sure we're going to get some burger tips from him, too. I can't wait. Dan, uh, you, you were texting me earlier today how excited you were to talk to this gentleman. Yo, this is a guy that just does burgers for fun. Like... He's just repping burgers, just coming through, like, yo, to the best spot, like, hey, yo, I got burgers. My brother's like, oh, shit, he got the burgers. Yo, this dude (laughs) repping that shit. I'm excited as fuck. I can't wait. Yo, burgers are my shit. I got a burger tattoo. I love burgers. This is this is exciting. I feel like I've been waiting my entire life for this actual show to come to fruition. Yo, let me tell you something right now. When you meet a guy like this who has taken his brand and in a very short amount of time built it to what it is i mean we got to get in there we got to find out we got to get some knowledge from him find out what happened how did he get there and i can't wait to hear his story i love burgers listen i spent the better half of the day doing the npr show jeff you know you've heard that show right absolutely seasoned it's an amazing show that's right seasoned on wnpr you can hear it all over the uh, northeast region uh, talking to actually a friend of our show here on the podcast, our friend DJ Barbecue, aka Christian Stevenson, and uh, I don't know if you guys remember the last time DJ Barbecue. And by the way, Jeff, he wants to come back on the podcast too. He said shoot him a message whenever he's in. Um, uh, he talked about the spider steak. Do you guys remember the spider steak? Anybody? Yeah, man, yes. I love a spider steak. He mm, brought that shit up delicious. on NPR, and I just was like, okay, he's <laughs> over it. <laughs> Yo, why are you hating on the spider steak, bro? I'm not hating on it. I just don't know if we should talk about the anus muscle steak being something on NPR radio. I'm not sure if it's a good idea. Yo, Granny wants some of that shit. What can I tell you? (laughs) Listen, uh, it's a great show. You can check it out on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find your podcast. It's a really good show. Lots of great grilling tips there. So uh, I was excited. Always love hanging out with our good brother, DJ Barbecue. Also tonight... Uh, Chef Randy is a little under the weather, Jeffy, so he's not joining us tonight, right? Not tonight. Well, hopefully, I mean, that sounds very harsh. Like, is he, is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's just, you know, he's Randy. He's fine. He's going to be fine. Everything's fine. He's just, uh, you know, taking a week off. He's feeling good. Was he just, uh, like, calling into the program and giving a top five? Like, he, he can do three, then he needs a break? Is that his deal? Uh, no, he just, he, you know, he was like, hey, man, I can't do it tonight. Got some other shit going on. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'm not going to hate on him, but we love Randy. Maybe we'll get him back we next week. We love Randy. I think I, you know, talked about a, a laptop, you know, <laughs> about laptops. Does he know what a laptop is? I wasn't sure. 
Well, that's what I was confused about. I didn't, I wasn't sure if you knew what he was asking me about, but I, but I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, you know, hindsight. Motherfucker's trying to send an email to his remote control, calling it a laptop. Yeah, exactly. He's like, "This is my tablet." <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're we're stoked, man. To uh, we'll have Randy back next week. It's all good. Uh, we're excited tonight to have our guest on, Mike Puma from the Gotham Burger Social Club. Uh, when you think about burgers, Jeffy, where do you think is the mecca of our country when it comes to burgers? At least that you've seen. It's not fucking Connecticut. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I wasn't going there, but you went there. I wasn't going to go there. I'm just joking. I'm just... Why would you even say that? Because Connecticut is where the burger was invented? I mean, Jeffy doesn't do <laughs> The steam burger. The steam burger. Jeffy doesn't burger. do his history. That's his problem. The burger, lunch, Louis lunch in New Haven. It comes from Hamburg, Germany. Hamburger. Yeah, that's because they took ground meat and put it in a fucking ball. It was hamburger sandwich. Is different. They were like, "Yo, let's put that shit on bread, and we're gonna fucking make that shit dynamite and make the the world over." America's fucking it. And P.S. Louis lunch burger is not a steam burger. It is a double broiler burger. Yeah, and it's still grilled on the fucking same double broiler that it was. Broiled Breach. on a hundred and some goddamn years ago. This Breach. shit is fire. Listen, Breach. I will eat a Louis Lunch burger and I will not complain. They're okay. delicious, by the way. I'll eat almost any burger and not complain. I will go to fucking McDonald's and have a cheeseburger with pickles and not say a fucking word to you about how it tastes because it will be fine. Oh. All right. Well, What's that noise? It's Dan's microphone. He's, in, he's out there plugging shit in. Listen, Jeffy, I have one more bug to pick with you. Then we're going to move on here and get to our guest. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeffy, you keep calling me out on other people's Instagram, but you but you're, you don't have the correct information. Somehow or another in your brain, something translated to me saying that peaches come from Delaware, which is not at all what I said. And you went on poor Marty Duncan's Instagram page. She posts a picture of some pie or some shit. And instead of saying, hey, great picture delicious looking pie amazing marty no no jeffy sees a peach and decides to run down his boy chef plum on some false information because jeffy, no, 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 no. no wait time out. let me finish I, i'm gonna give you the floor but jeffy hears what jeffy hears and that's what it is it's not the whole actual story because at no point did i ever say peaches came from delaware no you didn't say peaches came from delaware what you said to me was that pizza is the state food of Connecticut. <laughs> That's a true fact. And because you said that, and in that speech you made in front of a fucking senator... Uh, time out, uh, Jeffy. Time out, Jeffy. Let's just go to Dan. Dan, I thought it was a great speech. What'd you think? Fantastic <laughs> speech. Like, probably the best speech I've ever heard. There it is. All right, All right Jeffy, All right. continue. Right. Yeah, okay. So back to what I was saying about how fraudulent... fraudulent That's not even was. a word. That's why I'm doing the speeches. It's a fraudulent speech. And and you went on this tangent and you said, oh, and like the fine peaches or the fine peach pie or some shit like of Delaware. You cannot call me out for something. And then when I bring it to your attention, you go, or some shit. All right. I can't quote you exactly, but you definitely said peaches and Delaware, which I have never heard before. All right. Let me give it, it to you in a sentence. Ready? So, I drove through the state of Delaware eating a peach. Yeah, from Georgia. <laughs> Listen, at no point did I say Delaware grows the best peaches. However, Delaware state dessert is the peach pie. You ran yourself down. 
Because all I did is tag you in the picture. No, no, no. no. And I'm say, gonna pull it up. Don't make me pull it up and read it, Jeffy. Mention of Delaware. All I said was, "Look, Plum." No mention of Delaware because she was talking about how great Alabama peaches were, and I can second that. Alabama peaches look fine. Georgia peaches are the best. Yeah. Delaware peaches are some bullshit. <laughs> look. I may agree with you on the peaches that physically grow in Delaware are bullshit, but it's not my fault that their state dessert is the peach pie. How are you oh, blaming me? I just reported the information. You support it the same way you support the fraudulent claim that pizza should be the fucking state food of Connecticut. Uh, well, time out. Pizza shouldn't be the state food. Pizza is the state food of Connecticut. That's official. Uh, and oh, two, um, and listen. Don't get angry because New York didn't do it. Like, y'all are late to the fucking gun. Get on the stick. Let's make shit happen. If you're not going to do it, then we're taking it. We do so many things first. Dave so Portnoy. Barstool Sports says Connecticut has the best pizza on the planet. No. Um, hey, uh, Jeff, real quick. Delaware and the peach. Delaware state flower, the peach blossom, recalls a time in the state's agricultural history when peaches were a critical crop. When the peach blossoms were officially named the state yeah, flower on May 9, 1895, Delaware was already been a major peach-producing state for decades. The first state's first peach orchards sprouted up in Delaware City, 1832, and yeah. spread south with introduction of railroad to the state in 1850. By the time railroad lines spread from the north to Sussex County, Delaware had at 800,000 peach trees, making Delaware one of the top peach production states in the motherfucking country. All right, let me just get God Jeffy here. Jeffy, let me give you this. And unfortunately, Dan pretty much just served your ass on a peach platter. What are you talking about? Uh, Dan said <laughs> 1800s peaches were popular in Delaware. He didn't say 800. What? Is, this is the Jeffy math. This is what happened. He said in the 1800s. He said in 1835, peaches were the best crop in Delaware. Yeah, I'm sure because nothing else fucking grew in Delaware but peaches or something at that time. And then they migrated south. Did you hear what the rest of that? Nothing grows in Delaware. <laughs> Except for Rehoboth Beach, where we can go to the Rusty Rudder. That's our place our buddy Dave might like. It's Kenny Peans. Bob and Cork, Rusty Rudder. All right, whatever. Here's the deal, Jeffy. If you're going to call me out on somebody else's Instagram, just be prepared, buddy. That's all I'm saying. Like, like Dude, I was prepared, actually. No, I was prepared. did it. I called it out. And by um, the way, then I... poor Marty thinks we hate each other now. No, what Marty thinks is that you don't know where peaches come from. Marty sent me a <laughs> message, and she goes, you are you and Jeff okay? She did not And you know what I said to her? Do you know what I said to her? I said, I said, Marty, we're working on it. You are I, I didn't even know that man anymore. You are lying! And All right. She, and she said to me, you guys are so great together. Please, please, please don't fight. And I said, listen, sometimes Jeff doesn't listen. And she goes... Same thing for my first husband. I get it. And that was the end of the conversation. Tonight on the program, we got a fantastic guest. Mike Puma from the Gotham Burger Social Club is joining us here on the program. Guaranteed there won't be any talk about peaches. I'm looking forward to having those conversations. Jeffy, you know I love you. Dan, 
look, if there's one person on this program that always has my back, it's Chef Dan. I appreciate you, Dan. Thank you, sir. I'm I'm here just to just rile shit up. Really, <laughs> I just want to see you guys just duke it out. <laughs> it's your boy Chef Plum. It's Chef Dan. It's Chef Jeffy. We come back. We're gonna be joined by Mike Puma from the Gotham Burger Social Club. Stay right there. We'll see you guys in just a few seconds. You're checking out Plum Love Foods. Today, our world is tainted. Our world is struggling. Our world may never be our world again. Today will be the last today, because tomorrow will feel different. Tomorrow will not be the same. Tomorrow will be a chance to try again, if we let it. We must open our eyes. It must make sense. It must be passed down to a new generation. A generation of hope. A younger generation who may just save our industry. A generation that understands functional and revolts against non-functional. Take a stand and join the fight. Say no to rosemary sprigs, chopped red peppers. Say no to kale leaves, flowers, and balsamic reduction for no reason. Say no to non-functional garnish. Paid for by the fight against non-functional garnish old people put on plates across America Association. Every 100 years, an idea comes along that changes the way we think. It's one small step for man, one giant step for It molds us as people, outlines social norms, and brings us full circle in life. Go ahead, son. Fetch that cleaver and stump. It's time to take out that cock. Mommy, where, where does chicken meat come from? Hey, how do we kill these chicken to eat now when we raise them, Trevor? A dream turned into a reality. So inspiring, so creative, it needs no introduction. Chef tested. Poultry farmer approved and endorsed by the Church of Jesus and Latter-day Saints. Introducing Cock Blocks, the first cutting board guillotine designed to lock in that cock just before you lop its top. Comes complete with ergodynamic blood pool, adjustable leather straps, three blade choices, and a face splatter shield just in case. Now you can take your cock harvesting to the next level. Take it to Cock Blocks. Order now online. www.cockblocks.com That's Blocks with triple X. The first 100 orders will receive a free child-sized splatter shield. A sizzle plate product. Plum Love Foods live through the technical uh, cavalcade that is known as the internet and wonderful computers. Somehow or another, we've got it fixed, but I did also happen to find Jeffy in the process. Hey, Jeffy. Yeah. 
Man, that and was a mess. Back. I was getting very frustrated there. I, like the thing I was trying to do to fix it, which would it should have been so easy, wasn't working, and I was getting flustered. And I was like, you know what? Let me figure this shit out. Here's the good news: uh, we're gonna pick it up as if nothing had happened, and uh, then we will uh, just edit the the podcast version. It'll be edited in post. So that's a big time for it. It's it's as if nothing ever ever happened, right, Dan? Uh, so he's talking about burgers, right? Yo, burgers are the shit. I love burgers, man. I can't wait to get my mouth on a nice, juicy, delicious burger. You know what I love on burgers? Onions. Fucking onions on my burgers. Fantastic. Just Listen, saying. I like love raw, onions on burgers, too. Onions are delicious. I, I've been talking burgers all day long, and I'll tell you what. I am super excited right now to talk more burgers because, I mean, the gentleman joining us on this program here in literally just a couple of seconds... Is a fucking legend. I mean, this guy is the dream of living the American dream. This gentleman makes delicious burgers. This gentleman drinks bourbon while he's making said delicious burgers. And this gentleman travels all across the country making delicious burgers, winning awards, and giving everybody the middle finger and saying, you know what, the best burgers in the world come from New York City. If you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. And they're not very popular words, that's for sure. Gentlemen, please welcome our new friend from the gotham burger social club the one the only the legend mike puma to the program right now there he is attaboy mike attaboy mike right right hey listen mike right off the bat are we are we all drinking bourbon right now what are we doing (laughs) i don't want to tell you what i'm drinking mike i'm afraid you might not be my friend i'm having some rosé at the moment Uh, no, no hate on Rose, bro. Thank no you, hate. my friend. I appreciate that. Hey, listen, right off the bat, I got to apologize for the technical difficulties. It took me a minute. We got new stuff. I figured it out. We're here. We even got Jeffy with us. So uh, we'll make it sound beautiful in, the, in post, I promise. Now I'm excited. Um, listen, man, I, I got so many questions for you and so many places to start. But I think right off the bat, and you don't need our help, that's for damn sure, uh, Dan, give those plugs out so we can find out more information about the Gothenburger Social Club before we get started, because this is where I think it all begins. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, Gotham Burger Social Club, and it's just that. Find them on IG, find them on Facebook, 
GothamBurgerSocialClub.com. Hit them up on all them spots, and you'll find the, all these delicious, magnificent burgers that they're eating, that they're making, like, on every level. If you love burgers, you got to check them out. Listen, Mike, I guess the first place to start is how did, you, how did we get here? How, I mean, you went from making a little club of friends, hanging out, eating burgers, you know, yeah. for a little bit, to going down to yeah, Sobe. No, it's, and- it's, it's literally the most organic, uh, honest story, you know, somebody could tell, you know, on, on this journey. You know, we, we started this out as a group of guys. We thought it'd be fun to start an Instagram page back in 2013 just to go on this burger tour. Um, I posted something on Facebook. I wasn't even on Instagram yet. I said, who wants to do this burger tour for one year? We'll try each one of these burgers each month, and we'll see which one we like the best. Never, ever thinking anybody else would be interested in our little journey, our little story. Uh, But quickly, I guess we started talking about it in August. By October, we had our first meeting, and I realized this Instagram thing, which I thought was just a filter at the time. I had no idea the social component of it. <laughs> I think we I go, all did. Let me start a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, let me start a fun page on Instagram for for us to follow along on a little journey, and we'll look back and have some laughs on it. Uh, all of a sudden, the followers started accruing, you know, pretty rapidly. Uh, we were kind of in there at the right time. There wasn't a ton of noise uh, that there is now on Instagram. Um, and we just brought a fresh perspective to it. We, we were started reaching out to different burgers that were not on every list. And it was the same dated, uh, you know, right. old stale list that everybody was just sick of. We got credited for putting some of the best burgers on the map that people hadn't heard of. Um, and we did it very genuinely. We also did something that a lot, a lot of people were doing. We would write a negative review if we didn't like something. Uh, and then through that journey and, and, Building that influence, you know, at the time in 2013, and I'm, I'm actually really happy that it happened this way and proud that it happened this way, there was no influencer component in 2013 of, uh, on Instagram. That term didn't exist okay. until just a couple of years ago. Um, so we were able to do something really organically in a great way and have fun doing it. That kind of introduced us to a lot of people along the way, and some places started reaching out to us to collaborate and do some fundraisers. Uh, there was one fundraiser in particular with Social Tees Animal Rescue. Uh, most of the guys in the club love animals. If you look at my page, we're big, big supporters of adopting. We see a lot of, you know, you'll yeah. see a lot of dogs on our, on our stories that show up to our pop-ups. Uh, but they thought it'd be really fun at one event to come up with a burger to sell, uh, to raise some money. So, you know, there's that classic smash burger whether you call it a fried oklahoma burger a fried onion burger at oklahoma whether you're looking at it like as a slider where you're steaming onions into the patty that's always been a a favorite burger of mine uh so we developed our version of that and it started taking off and and the more people had it they couldn't wrap their head around that they couldn't get this burger anywhere else that it was just going to be this one time for a fundraiser that maybe in six months when we do another event, they could have it. And then we did a couple of other fundraisers, and there was an aha moment where we were at Pig Beach in Brooklyn doing a fundraiser for Jeff Michener, and we also did another fundraiser for the late Carl Ruiz. Uh, Rest in peace. And we were with some amazing talent. I mean, Chris Lilly, Billy Dirty, Josh Capon. Mm. We're all kind of lined up. And somebody's like, do you see what's going on over here? I said, no. I, I, you know, I'm on the grill. I don't really pay attention kind of focused on what I'm doing. 
And I look up, and there's just a line all the way down for us. And all these other stations are pretty quiet. I said, what the hell is going on over yeah. here? And people are like, dude, everybody's raving about this burger. It's the best thing here. They're loving it. That's when I realized, like, all right, we're, we're, we're doing something, you know, interesting here. And then fast forward to the pandemic hitting, uh, word got out what we had done. And some bar owners reached out. And these are guys I didn't even have a relationship with. I mean, these weren't bars I went to or anything like that. This is even never that long even ago. heard of these, some of these. Uh, this started, the first pop-up during the pandemic was almost a year ago in June. And that was at wow. Hotel Chantel. Yeah, wow. Then their, their kitchen opened up and they're like, listen, we're going to be selling our own food. So at that time, two bars reached out to me and I looked on the map. I'm like, well, you guys are couple of blocks away from each other yeah sure we could do this i can you know wheel the grill back and forth from both places uh which was a real dumb idea <laughs> i don't know what the hell i was thinking wheel at a grill across new york city in the lower east side um but we made it work we made it happen and i mean we've just built this community i mean there's no other way to really describe what's happened in the last year uh i mean i would do at some points over the summer and the winter, three pop-ups in a week. Unbelievable. And I would see some of the same faces every single time. I mean, these people were coming out. There, there are people that came out ten times in a row for this burger. And loyal, Eating man. the burger three times in one week. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but there's not much that I would eat three times in one week. Oh, I mean, that's a tough one to say. If, I, it's, a, if it's delicious, though, I mean, I don't know. Maybe have it on Monday, do something I, don't, I mean, have Tuesday. you ever gone to the same restaurant three times in one week? I mean, no, I guess not. I mean, that's pretty awesome, man. I mean, literally, you look at so, what you guys have done in this short amount of time. Uh, it's remarkable. I mean, you have built this uh, whole community, like you said. And, I mean, what, it's been, I mean, 18 months, and that's probably even being stretching a little, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually a little, little less than a year that we've done this, you know, in in the way of the, the pop-up that we're doing today. Um and and sometimes I'll be honest, I, I look I'm like it's a burger and then I eat it I'm like oh fuck this is really good <laughs> you know like I forget you know like I'm I'm making four hundred of them you know it's, yeah. you're sitting there going going you know just so intense wrapped up in the moment it's a feverish pace um, and then we'll stop and we'll have one at the end of the night and I'll be like wow that was fucking amazing that is really good <laughs> and it's not because my burger it's just the style of it you know I love a good smash burger. Oh. Those smash burgers, like, you, like I've always called it an Oklahoma burger, but with the onions smashed into it, bro. Yeah, exactly. When you get that, and then, you know, you, there's a textural thing that's going on with the onions. You get some crispy, charred edges, and then you've yep. got some kind of soft stuff going on in the middle. It's just a great contrast, and, you know, I, I think we've, we've tweaked it a little bit. I've done a couple of things different that nobody else is doing, and I think it's producing a better burger. I mean, people are loving it. Infatuation just wrote about us as one of the best new burgers in New York City. Um you know, we just won Burger Bash down in Miami, as you mentioned. Yeah, I want to that. Get was into a that. huge honor. We we collaborated with Pig Beach, and we did a, a version of my burger with their bacon jam on top. Mm. It was a delicious burger. I mean, people loved it, and it, it was an honor to to be on stage with some great other people who won some of the other categories. Um, and anyway, it was be, just let's great. Be to honest, Mike, hang on. On the stage that you destroyed and showed them what a burger is supposed to be—that's what I'm talking <laughs> no. about. You bring that pain. No, no. Represent NYC. I, I tried a couple of them. I tried a couple. There were some good ones. There were some good ones. The competition was tough. I, I want to go back. Of course, to the this. other one that I loved was a smash burger that was very similar to mine. 
Nice. Well, I want to come back to that in a second, but I, I, I got to ask you too first. I mean, what is your background? Like, I don't. You're, you're not a cook, really. You weren't like a lifelong chef nope. or anything, were you? Nope. Nope. Yeah, I've always enjoyed dining out. I've always enjoyed the food scene. I love love cooking at home. I'm a mama's boy who, you know, spent hours in the kitchen growing up watching my mom cook Italian food. Uh, but that was really the extent of it. This all just came out of. You know, a love of food, a love of, of fa- you know, family and friends. Um, you know, people have touched upon how much better food tastes when you're with other people. Yeah. So, so to kind of celebrate that with your friends, and that was part of the reason of getting this club together, was I think everybody could appreciate this. As you get older, you don't see your friends that much anymore. Right. And yep. a great friend that you had gone out with, you know, every week in your 20s and then the 30s, you get married and people move out. You don't get to see each other that much anymore. So by setting up the, the group, uh, the, the club, we knew the second Tuesday of every month we were going to be getting together for a burger. That's fantastic. And I mean, how many times you, you bump into your old friend and what's the conversation? The conversation is, dude, call me. we got to get together. Uh, next week, let's do dinner. Yeah. It doesn't happen unless you put something on the calendar. That week's going to turn into months. It's going to turn into a year. Um, so, yeah, this was a great way to get, you know, buddies together. And then, you know, during the pandemic, obviously, there were no more burgers really to rate. There were no new restaurants. People weren't comfortable going out. Um, but we're going to get back on that train and start rating burgers again. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to see. Now, how do, can people get involved with you guys here? Or how does that work? Or is it a very, we're talking a very exclusive club to be a part of here. Well, so obviously, when I, when I started this, there was, there was no intent other than having burgers with my buddies. Right. Um, we have about 15 guys already. And had I know, knew what, like, what it was going to grow into, I probably would have stopped it at 10. Because <laughs> literally going into a restaurant with 15 guys is really tough in New York City. And to get a reservation and all that stuff, even to accommodate 15 guys, you know, a lot of restaurants struggle. They panic when we come in and they think they got to get out, you know, 15 burgers all at once. And I'll tell them, you know, if you, if you need to do half and half, that's fine. Because um, that's a lot of grill space in a kitchen. Yeah, for sure. Especially New York City hard. kitchen. Those grills aren't aren't giant. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I did. I covered an off the menu burger for Mark Forgione. Uh, went in there, tried. It was an awesome burger. I posted on Instagram, and I had just happened to bump into him like a week later, and I'm like, dude, I, I hope the post helped up. He goes, dude, you fucked my kitchen up. <laughs> he goes, we, we, we. He goes, we had to take the burger off the menu. He goes, the next day, all he goes, we were. We're equipped to do that burger like, you know, two, three a night. He goes, our, our whole kitchen area just got slammed with burgers. People came in and ordered, you know, 10, 12. What? Like completely screwed up our kitchen. Damn. I'm like, like, all right. Look, man, I'm just trying to help. <laughs> the, the, the influence is real, I guess. But, hey, yeah, look, on, no, it's... Uh, on, a, on a side note, uh, Mike, I'll tell you, I used to host a show here in Connecticut called Restaurant Road Trip. It did incredibly well. Uh, got you know, not it got sent for Emmys. It was awesome, but we went to a place up in Marlboro, Connecticut, which is you know the western side of the state. Not a whole lot going on there. The place is called mm-hmm. Goats and Roses. It's amazing. It's like this farm where they have this amazing food, and there's like a big barn where they show movies, and there's like a roller skating rink. It's the craziest place you've ever been. But we went there and featured right. them, and I was showing their food and talking about it. The next weekend, they called me. The owner called me, and she goes. 
chef, you better get your ass over here. And I was like, what, 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 what are you talking about? And she goes, we are getting our asses fucking handed to us right now, and it's your fault. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. She goes, unless you're going to send uh-huh. some help over here, don't fucking come back. She was kidding, of course. But uh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's crazy how when you get some kind of – when something catches, I mean, it really catches. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, you know, there's the influence that, all right, if I post something now, other Instagrammers want to go post that burger. And oh. I mean, that happened with a, a place in the West Village, Suprema Provisions, was a highest rated burger. Uh, you know, a year later, he's pulling me to the side. He's like, dude, you have no idea. You know, our business is up, you know, a million dollars from when wow. you stepped in the door. Look at you. You're making, I mean, you're out there making millionaires, yeah. Mike. I love this. Where's my cut? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Free I got, for life. I got paper checks from Miami. I had to leave in Miami. I couldn't even cash them. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> those big ones ain't worth shit anyway. That's a big ass fucking joke. Uh, what is just remarkable to me is how quickly you have built this up, Dan. How many Instagram followers does does the Gotham Burger Social Club have right now in this short amount of time? What do we have? One hundred eighty five or one hundred eighty six thousand? That is just. I mean, we started in 2013, so it's, that's built up momentum over you know whatever eight years or so. Yeah, but you got to um, figure those first four years probably wasn't quite you know where it's at now. No, believe it or not, we we kind of in the first two years had a lot of press. Um, we were in the, had a great article in the New York Post about us. We were okay. on um, a bunch of news shows. We were guest bartenders for Andy Cohen's uh, show, Watch What Happens Live. I remember that. I uh, saw that. So that. That kind of helped, you know, catapult us and put us on the map a bit. Uh, and then Food and Wine wrote about us. Kate Crater, when she was over there, wrote about us about putting a burger on the map. Um, so, yeah, it's been an exciting journey. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing that it's still evolving and growing. Um, and we're, we're excited. I mean, one of the things you know, we were talking about with the pandemic, you know, I was joking around with some of my coworkers and people who helped make, you know, make this happen. Uh, I'm like, you know, when things open up, I'm like, we're, we're done. You know, people would be going back to radio during the pandemic. There was nowhere else to go. Right. We had the most fun you could have in New York City was to go to one of my pop ups. We had music. We had drinks. You had people, you know, getting together safely. And it was something to do. You know, you couldn't get that at a restaurant. I'm like, well, once the doors open up and the wheels start moving, people are going to be going back to restaurants and bars and they're not going to be doing this pop up. I I was wrong. I mean, we did one last we did one last night. People waiting an hour and a half for burgers. I mean, slam packed. We sold out, and I mean, it's just—it's been unbelievable. This is that's what I'm talking I about just, here. I mean, it, it's, you, it's remarkable to see how this growth. It, Jeffy, I want to pull you in here because you're the other chef. You're another chef here. You know, you hear the stories about a guy like this doing this from a pop-up standpoint, and I want to talk to Mike, of course, about all the issues that lie in doing the pop-up part part of it. Oh, but, yeah. But, Jeffy, when you hear stories like this, man, it's just got to make you smile, doesn't it? Dude, it's awesome. It makes me smile <laughs> ear to ear. I love I love the fact that it, it, it started as, like, a good time because, you know, that's what I love. I love a good time. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, – I mean, that's that's kind of like – you're a good brother to us because you, you fit our paradigm so well. Yeah, you know, this why? is exactly what we do. We just do it ourselves, and we do it because we yeah. love it. Not Not for any other reason. I appreciate reason. that. Not for any other anybody else's enjoyment. We do it because we fucking love it, man. We love hanging out and yeah. talking shit. This is what we do. And I, you love making badass burgers, and it's what you do. And I love it, man. I think it's awesome. I think it's it's kick ass, and I can't wait to come in and check it out. 
Yeah, please do, man. You guys got to come join us. See what, what we're doing. But I was telling people, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Right. Exactly. Uh, hey, I, I, I don't that? think you're going to be in any any problems either, my man. I mean, <laughs> no. you, you you just sound like the kind of guy that people want to party with. Uh, I, mean, I, I haven't even met well, you. Man. You just seem like you have that kind of you have that kind of energy. You know, like people see you. And I, like, we've, I like we've created a, a pretty fun playlist of you know tons of different music, tons of different genres. It's everything from friggin' boy band shit to country music to rap on there. I mean, something yeah. for everybody. Nice. We've got some bottles of bourbon. We'll do some shots while people are waiting. And it's also a great way for me to introduce people to what I like to drink. So that's yeah. one of the things I find a lot of fun about it. Um, problem is, everybody and their mother wants to do a shot with me. I pour people <laughs> shot like, you're not going to do one with us? I'm like, dude, I just did five. You got to learn, bro, <laughs> you got to learn the fake one. You got to cook over here. You got to learn the fake one. I, yeah. I go to festivals all the time and I do the fake shot. It's awesome. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah, I got to work on that. Hey, by the way, total oh, yeah. side note, and here on the show, you know, we just fucking run our mouths and talk shit. And, you know, I just, as a matter of fact, I, I, I just pitched you guys for Mohegan Sun's Sun Food and Wine Festival and their barbecue festival. I was like, you got to meet this guy. He's awesome. And they're, they're checking you out now. So, uh, all right. It, it, dude, Let it's one know. of the best places to go ever. It's a fucking casino, and it's so massive. Much fun. And they give you anything really you want. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Um, brother, so, so, hey, let's go back to the pitfalls and the problems of a pop-up. Right. That's this, exactly what I wanted to go. We just talked about so, all the fun stuff. Pop-up we talked dinners, about all the fun stuff. Yeah. Pop-up dinners are tough. I've, I've done several and, you know, from start to finish, make, basically taking places and turning into a restaurant. But for you, it's not always even something like that. It's just putting a, a, a grill in the road and making this happen. There's got to yep. be so many problems. I mean, last night it started raining on us. You got weather issues. Uh, you, 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 you get some homeless issues you know, walking around the city. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, one time we're setting up the grills. I go to turn the, the gas on, on the propane tank. That fucker won't turn. It is literally stuck. Now, Jeez. we're in New York City. You, there's, there's no propane available. You can't go <laughs> down the street and go get a propane tank. <laughs> it's literally 30 minutes to go time. I am sweating bullets. I'm literally trying to everything I can to get this. I'm like, this thing is not turning. I literally jumped in an Uber, went all the way to Brooklyn, swapped out a tank, came back. 
and we were only like 15 minutes late. Perfect. I don't know how the hell we got there so quickly. But, you know, these are, yeah, these, these are the things you don't think of. You don't think, oh, my, my tank's not going to work. Uh, we've had grill issues where the regulator's not working. Um, I've had issues where, you know, the buns show up, you know, literally right at go time. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you know the guy's on his way. I've had meat delivered last minute. Um, but, you know, it, it all makes it fun. It, it gives you good memories. Well, a couple questions. The worst about case this. scenario, you, you send people home and it doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, it's a pop-up. It doesn't happen. But do you pull permits for this stuff, or is it like you know they just know you now? And yeah, we have, we have we have we have so, we have some permits, but primarily we work under the umbrellas of the bars and restaurants. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a smart move. That's, awesome. That's a smart move right there. What about uh, you know? Because I, I imagine the lines get super long for you guys when people find out that you're around. Do you ever have police coming going, hey, you guys, we can't have this line forming like this. We can't have this happening. You know, has that ever happened to you? We've, we've had a couple of things. Uh, we've had the health department. We've had the SLA show up at our events. And as soon as they realize people aren't, like, congregating for alcohol, that they're waiting for burgers, they're like, okay, cool. We're out of here. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, so on two occasions, I'm always waiting for the cops to, to you know, crack down and be like, all right, guys. What, what, what are you doing? There's too many people here. You got to right. keep the sideways. On two occasions, literally, I was walking out and I see a, a cruiser parked in front. I'm like, oh, here we go. Today's the day. They shut us down. Oh. Cops are like, oh, hey, man, I'm a huge fucking fan. We came here for the burger. That's awesome. <laughs> get, get my boys some burgers right now <laughs> on me. <laughs> and I mean, both times, you know, I mean, and we, we've always been big supporters. I mean, you know, these, these guys have a tough job to do. Um, Absolutely. They all got their teeth kicked in online. Uh, and I defended a lot of them online and, and you know, kind of put a, a, a voice, a reason wherever, wherever I can. I mean, there's, there's times where it's, you know. It's hard to defend. We, we all step out of outside of our zone. I'm like, I don't like talking about politics and stuff, but I have something to say about this. Right. Um, and they would follow us and they kind of appreciated that, but uh yeah, we get, I get one guy who shows up a, a few times, and it was a, a great story ah, four or five years ago. I'm in the outfield kind of by the concession stands of Yankee Stadium, and I walk through the, the, to the field to take a picture. The whole field opened up, and I hear this guy yell out, Gothenburger Social Club. I turn around, and it's an officer in his uniform. Nice. He's like, dude, I'm a big fan. That guy comes to my pop-ups today. And Hell he's like, dude, yeah. I don't know if you remember me. I'm the guy who yelled at you at the at the Yankee game. I'm like, those, those stories I'll never forget. Man, I love it. Hey, did you ever do anything at the Bacon and Beer Classic when they were doing that out at City Field? Are you guys ever a part of that? We've never done that event. I mean, I've, I've been to it, but I've uh, never right? participated in it. I, I'm not sure I mean, We've got doing a anymore. lot of events coming up. Um, I'm not sure they're doing I mean, that anymore. I, I don't know that. who's doing what anymore, to tell the truth. That's yeah, um, a great point. I know. I know. Grill Hampton is on uh, in August. We got invited to do that. Nice. Uh, Greenwich Greenwich Wine and Foods coming back. We got invited to do that. Um, yeah, there's some big. Ones, yeah, man. and there's I'm excited to see what else. There was there was one event in Louisville that I was dying to do, and hopefully they do it again. It's the Bourbon and Beyond Festival. Oh, nice. If any of you are listening, I want to do that fucking festival. I've heard amazing things about it. The talent that they bring out there is unbelievable. That would be a kick-ass festival to do. Festivals I are great. Dude, you would crush it at the New York Hot Sauce Expo, too. They would fucking love you. 
I would I would do it. I'm I'm game. Dude, they got I'm they got people in stilts, so. clowns walking around in pro wrestling and metal bands and it's amazing. It's the greatest festival on the planet. It's my favorite thing ever. Um I want to talk about what you just did uh down at Sobe. Um it's it's well known my thoughts on this festival here from the show. I'm not going to talk about that stuff. I'm talking about how proud I am to see uh, a New York guy go down there and just fucking kick ass and crush it and destroy <laughs> everybody, man. I love that. That makes me so happy. I'm so happy you guys. So proud of you guys. It's just uh, what a great that time to make that happen. Talk about that festival a little bit and how that uh, win was for you guys. So, you know, it's, it's intense. It was hot. Um, we had a great team. You know, you, you just never know. You know, you don't know. You, you're, you've got hometown favorites that are always, you know, people are going to vote for regardless. You know, they don't know the guy coming in from out of town. We were hearing great reviews. People were walking around the festival. We heard time and time again, you know, you're the best burger here. We, we tried a bunch of them. You're How many favorite. did you have to make at the festival? Uh, How many? But, uh, we did thousand total so we did half burgers so that was enough to to feed for both both sessions wow now people this is you know chefs and industry people listen to this so obviously the questions are gonna i'm I'm seeing them already uh talk about like the ingredients did you give them an ingredient list and they have the stuff ready for you at the festival did you you have to bring your own the logistics as far as that goes but even 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 with the the festival you give you can give everybody all the the list you you need there's always going to be things that don't show up uh, luckily, our team put together some great stuff. We had the sliced onions ready, the American cheese. All the beef is provided from Schweig and Sons for that event. Oh, um, great people. Martin's, all the Martin's, Martin's potato buns. Uh, so all that was there. But, you know, you, you never know what type of equipment you're going to be dealing with. A lot of this stuff is rental stuff. And I brought my own smashers down so I knew that we can get the job done correctly. Uh, and we just had a great team. I mean, it, it wasn't just me that won that event. The guys from Pig Beach, people yeah. from my team. It took about ten of us to win that that uh, event. Yeah, but you pulled it off. And I'll tell you what, I'll bet drinks that night were off the fucking chain, weren't they? They they tasted a little better. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Last year we participated in that event. The drinks were a little bit more salty and bitter. They were much much sweeter that night. I'm not gonna fucking lie. <laughs> and we and we did a we called our burger a tribute to. I don't know if you guys know in Miami, you probably do, I'm sure, the Deuce, Max Club Deuce, one of the greatest dive bars in America down in South Top Beach. 10. So, you know, as a collaboration, we're like, let's call this the Deuce, our burger. So <laughs> sure enough, we went there and it was great. Told the bartender what we did and that we won and we had this tribute burger for them. And I mean, first words out of our mouth, she's like, this round's on me. There you go. Uh, That's it, was, it was an awesome night. Hey, before we uh, uh, awesome talk, get into the plugs and stuff, uh, talk about what was on the winning burger. What was actually on the burger itself? So you got your beef, uh, onions cooked into it, melted American cheese, uh, pickle. I use a, a, a hot and sweet pickle. Uh, and then I go very easy on the condiments. We use a little bit of mustard, a little bit of ketchup, and the final ingredient was Pig Beach's bacon jam. This is amazing. Hey, boys, Jeffy, Dan, come on, give it up for the champ, huh? Give it up for the Ooh. champs. There they are. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> Hands up. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. And I will say one of, the, one of the most underrated comments on a burger, in my opinion, is yellow mustard. I agree with that. I- I watched you in a video talking about that, and I think that's a really great point, man. And and I want to talk about 
burger tips, you know, for people, especially grilling season's coming up, Memorial Day's happening. But before we do that, Dan, we got to let people know where they can find more information out about the Gotham Burger Social Club. This is an, and Mike himself. Mike is awesome. You got to check these guys out. Dan, where can we get more info? If you don't know, now you know. Gotham Burger Social Club hitting it big. Mike Puma, Mike Danger Puma, just like the man representing. <laughs> You can catch him on Gotham Burger Social Club on IG, Facebook, GothamBurgerSocialClub.com. Yo, just lighten shit up. Listen, I want you to know Dan's our official um, um, nickname giver, and, and Mike Danger Puma is not a bad fucking name. Just throwing that out there. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's I mean, you know, I've been asking people to call me champ. You know, for the last uh, couple like of weeks, for the last week, I like that. Hey, but I'm, get, I'm getting used. I'm getting used to that. Let me throw this at you real quick. The champ. MDP. That's not bad. There you go. Hey, I heard one of you guys there is just building out his barbecue in his backyard. Uh, one of the things I love, more people are switching over to the griddles than the old oh, school yeah. great grills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those and flat that, top and, grills and in the back, like, almost like a plancha. They, I forget what company makes. They make round ones that fit beautifully in the backyard kitchen. They're awesome. Uh, 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 yeah. Culinaire or something like that. It's yeah, you see them, right, Jeffy? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Grill Mama has one. Oh, those things look amazing. The only, the only problem with the with a lot of that stuff, you got to keep them dry. You got to keep them seasoned because right. they, they will rust outside if they get wet. Oh, yeah. uh, but they're real, real fun to work with. They, they, they make you, know, you get that Maillard reaction that you're not going to get from oh, the grates, yeah. uh, you know, on a Weber grill. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't I... smash a burger on a. On a on a grate, that's for sure. Hey, our buddy of the got, show, Sam, the cooking grape. guy, Jeffy, that's what he uses all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. I have a, a big cast iron one that I can throw on top of my grill. But I have a, yep. I have, I use a Kalamazoo grill, and they have, like, these uh, different different grates with, like, almost flat. There's one grate that's, like, supposedly for, like, fish and vegetables. And uh, mm-hmm. I use it to smash a burger on every once in a while. I think you would love it. And you can put it right over hardwood that way. It's pretty wild. Hey, coming yeah. in here on the Instagram from yeah. our uh, from our boy, Chef Dave, he's calling the Art Flame. They also make one. Oh, Art Flame. That's the one. That's the one yeah. I was talking about. The yeah, culinary, yeah. I thought it was called. But that's oh. not. That's right. Art Flame. Well, you know, I, one of the things we always say in, the, in our burger group is nothing tastes better than memories. So yeah. that burger you grew up on is what you're going to love and what you're going to go towards. Um, so I always say this. There's no wrong burger. I mean, what, what you like is what you like. You want to put ketchup on it, put ketchup I don't recommend putting ketchup on an aged beef burger, um, but who the fuck am I to tell you how you should eat something? That's my dude give you right recommendation. There. This is what I'm talking but I'm about. Not gonna, I'm not going to shame you. I'm not going to shame you into putting something on. I mean, I think there are a lot of ridiculous burgers out there. You're not going to see them grace my page. I'm not going to be eating them. <laughs> but heck, if you want to, if you want to eat it. So actually, that brings me back to a great story I had in Louisville. Let's do at it. At a place called the Dizzy Whiz. Somebody tells me about this old school burger joint. I gotta go check it out. One yeah. morning I get up, I'm all hungover. I, I think it was the day I was gonna be leaving. I'm like, right, I gotta go try this burger place. So I go over to the Dizzy Whiz, uh, and it's in a primary, it's a black neighborhood, and I'm probably the only white guy in there. And okay. I order my burger, I order a bunch of stuff, and I'm doing my Instagram thing, taking pictures of my food. I'm going outside like an idiot, fucking trying to get that shot. And this really sweet old man looks at me and goes, Boy, why are you, why are you taking pictures? your food i kind of explained to him what i do and i write about food and burgers and taking pictures to show you know other people followed by my experience and he goes well i'm going to tell you right now you're not going to get a better burger than this one 
Damn. And I'm like, you know what? Who the fuck am I to tell this guy this is in the best burger he's ever had? Right. You know, and it was, you know, it was perfectly fine burger. It didn't blow me away, but it, it had that, you know, sense of community. And to him, that this was his favorite burger. He's probably been eating it his whole life. And I'm going to tell him, no, this isn't the best burger you got. Fuck me. Right. I'll be an asshole to do something like that. Hell no. Mike, this is why you're a legend. Look at this. Your burgers I mean, are like, you're the champion burger maker, clearly. Like you already won the belt. You got you got a giant check and all the shit to prove it. Uh but you're not <laughs> shitting on anybody else's burger at the same time. This is what's fantastic. I cannot wait, Jeffy, for his heel turn when he stops being a baby face and he's like, Fuck everybody else's burger. My burger's the shit. I can't wait for that turn. It's coming. It's coming. I I try and stay humble. I try and stay humble. Listen. Because somebody but, else is ch- chasing me. I know somebody else is, you know, they're out there. They're looking for the title. They are. They are. That's what makes us get it. better. Hey, listen, Mike, let's talk a couple of burger tips for people as we get closer to uh, Memorial Day. Obviously, grilling season is sure. firing up, man. I threw one out there today. I was on the fo- on the, on the the horn with uh, DJ Barbecue, Christian Stevenson. Uh, he's one of Jamie Oliver's close friends uh, on our NPR show uh, season. I'd love to get you guys on there, too. But uh, we were talking about burgers and grilling, and I suggested to people, I said, something that you don't think about. When you're toasting off your bun, and I said, of course, you want to use those uh, potato rolls. Those are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Put mm-hmm. a thin layer of sla- – slather a little sl- a slather of thin mayo on top of there before you toast it. It makes a massive sure. difference. It's so delicious. Put that little bit of mayo on that burger bun before you toast it. It'll change your life. It's better than putting butter on there. 100%. It's about a patty melt that's all buttery. You just use mayo on the, on the bun. I had that at a place uh, out in – uh, Queens, uh, Bellwether. They made a great patty melt, and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Well, we slather it. We use a little bit of mayo on there." Yeah. Um, but yeah, mayo is a, a hidden secret. Uh, you could actually put a little bit down and smash your burger on top of it. Gives it a nice fucking crust on the beef. Really? Oh shit! Didn't think about oh, yeah. that. What a great idea. If you're gonna make a smash burger, put a put a little dollop of of mayo on there. Put the the beef on top. Smash it down into it. You're going to get a nice flavor and a nice crust. I love this. I'm totally doing it. I was doing, doing, that. I was Jeffy, doing that for a while, but it just gets it gets too much when you're doing you know hundreds of burgers. Yeah, yeah. And you also don't want to fuck up people who have uh, egg allergies. I'm glad <laughs> well, you listen, said they got egg man. allergies. They shouldn't be fucking eating burgers. That's how I look at it. I blame them. It's their fault. I've already turned heel. That's my problem. You're still a baby face. That's the whole thing. Uh, well, I Jeff- make a special sauce, and I, I found out, you know, I put Worcestershire in it, and I found yeah. out Worcestershire is not okay for people, people with gluten allergies. Well, f- they shouldn't be eating burgers in. We're trying to make umami bombs, all right? If you have a gluten allergy, like, I don't know, you're going to get me fired up here, Mike. Uh, uh, so going back to buns, very important component of the burger. Mm, I love buns. As important as the beef. <clears throat> you could have the greatest beef on the planet. Absolutely still You have a bad bun, you ruined your burger. That I burger agree. sucks. I agree. I'm a big fan, Jeez, Mike, so of putting that little piece wrong. of lettuce on the bottom of the bun so the burger doesn't – I mean, you want it to absorb some of those juices, but you don't want to get to the fact where it's like a sponge falling apart. So I put a little piece of lettuce on the bottom yep. of the burger to help keep it from getting super soggy. Is that something you guys think about doing, or is that like a total Nothing. terrible move? It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, if I had a restaurant in a controlled environment, I might do something like that. Uh, doing what we do, it's just it's one more step, and yep. it's it, it's just too hard. There's, yep, too, yep. there's too much going on. To uh, Jeffy, thing. we're throwing burger um, tips out there, man. I know you've made your fair share, and Dan, I'm coming to you next. How about a burger tip out there? What do you got for us, Jeff? 
A burger tip? I think, uh, I mean, classic burger tip. You know, get good meat and season it. I, I think... Uh, so you know, I also recommend seasoning the patty, not the beef. So, you know, you're not going to take the ground beef, throw a bunch of seasoning and no, mix it in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that can really toughen the meat when it cooks. Form your patty, put it on the grill, then season it. You, you know, Absolutely. I think too many people also I also like, don't like pepper on it. I just go salt. Uh, I like black pepper at the end. Black pepper burns on a grill, so I finish it with black pepper. But uh, with a yeah, burger... Yeah, get a little bit better. Th- oh, with that Lowry's. Oh, come on. Now we're... Come on. There go that man right there. There he is. That's what I'm looking for. There's Jeffy. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> uh, Dan, what about you, man? How about a burger tip? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I, um, every burger I have, I like to have a spicy element to it. Like, that's just me. I, I personally, like, I want to have some sort of either some kind of pepper. I like to draw on a pepper that, you know, like a ghost pepper or chili pepper. Even if I got to have a, a spicy cheese or something, that's just, I like that spice and the fat. Some about spice and fat, to me, just kind of sits real nice, especially if you get a little acid going to it. It's a whole other level you know, of, of flavor. You know, it's amazing on a smash burger. Fried jalapeno, fried pickled jalapenos. Come on, let's go, go. let's go. First of all, Fuck that yeah. makes Get me super happy. Second spice. of all, the fact that Dan said that me and Jeffy's old rap band name, Spice and Fat, that was that's who we were back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, makes me so happy. That's you. a nice, that's a nice topping on a burger. I'm not oh, gonna lie. I, uh, I will also tell people when it comes to tomato, leave the tomato off unless it's in tomato season and they're really good. And even then. Just a thin slice of tomato. That thick slice of tomato that's going to slide all over the burger, it doesn't work. It makes the bun comes off. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. You can't. Eat, you want to be able to eat that shit can, with one hand. Can we talk about buns yeah. again for one second, please? Because yeah, one thing that I think that I hate more than anything is I don't like it when the bun is tougher than the burger. Ooh, like when someone yeah. puts oh, it on yeah. like an English muffin. Fuck you know that. what I mean? And it, and, I, and, it, and they're like, oh no! It's, and, you, and you go and you go to bite it, and it's like. Yeah, you're uh, fighting with it. Yeah, you're fighting with the bun. I, I I think the bun should be like like you said. It should be a pleasure to bite through that bun into the burger, and it should Tasteful. soak everything yeah. up. You got to have like the right. And sometimes brioche is too fucking dry. People get out there with all this brioche because they think they're being fancy. Well, yeah, yeah. But if you get a, a fresh brioche that's really soft and it's buttery, you know, then, it, then it could be great. Yeah, but, but it's, it's you know those things those things dry out fast. And unlike other breads, when you toast them, they don't they don't really come back. They just get more dry. I'm with you. I'm telling you, I love the potato bun. I think the potato bun is like the money, 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 Truth. money, money. The, you can't go wrong with the potato bun. And listen, the old-timey white bun. 
give me a, a plain white sesame seed bun. Yep. Oh, That'll yeah. get the job done. I love you know, a people turn their nose. Dude, people turn their nose up on it because they think, oh, it's you know, it's both, uh, it needs something special. No, oh. no. I love that's the Martin. Oh. That's the one I always buy. The Martins with the with the set the big Marty. With the sesame the big seed. Marty with the sesame seeds. That's that. That's Great the bun. Jam. That's a good bun. Damn, I tell you, Martin's what. makes literally all the buns that I use are going to be Martin's. I don't so, know. I'm, you, I'm a Whether huge fan of Martin's. Potato or the big Marty. I also like a Hawaiian sweet bread, but that's because I'm a fat bastard. <laughs> Hawaiian. They make some great products. You can get a little sweet. You got to watch what, what you're putting on the burger. You know that's almost going to be your sweet component. Hit so if you got you know bread and butter pickle, jalapenos. then now you got a nice you got a nice burger there. That's right. That's They're right. also great for using for sliders when you're making sliders. That's my jam. Listen, I don't know why it I'm is we talking not, about not, burgers. I know. Me too. I'm drinking beers. I'm like, man, there's no place to get any burger right now. <laughs> right, that's that's totally exactly where I was going. Like, it just it's makes me happy. It just makes me happy to talk about right, burgers, you guys. Man. You guys want to go meet up and fire up some burgers somewhere? Uh, yeah. I'm fucking down. I still got my box packed from last night's, from last night's <laughs> pop-up. I'm ready to go. Hey, let me tell you something right now. This summer, bro, we're going to see you in the Hamptons at some place, whether it's in Montauk or someplace out in the Hamptons. We're going to make some burgers, and I can't wait for it. This is going to happen. This is awesome. Uh, I'm Gabe. I'm excited for you guys to try them. Oh, I cannot wait. Uh, last one for me there, Mike. When it comes to a burger and you talk about the meat that's going to be in the burger, you know, I, I explained earlier to people uh, on my NPR show talking about 80-20, you know, 85-15, the ground beef versus the uh, the lean beef versus the fat content. Uh, my good brother, mm-hmm. DJ Barbecue, who was on the show with me, if you haven't checked him out, please check him out. I think you guys would be best friends there, Mike. Um, he talked about actually taking his beef when he's in a competition or something, when he's making a burger, and he'll get bone marrow, and he'll scrape bone marrow into his oh, mince sure. and put it together. And we talked little, about not pushing it too hard. A little beef butter never hurt anybody. Say it again. A little beef butter never, never hurt anybody. Oh, my God. But what a great idea. I was blown away by it. How about for you, when it comes to your mince, what do you prefer? Do you have any, I mean, what do you like a certain type of meat ground? Do you like a fat content? I mean, what's, you what's know, everybody, everybody's going to be using a, a good blend. You know, it's going to be a, a short rib brisket sirloin blend primarily. Um, you don't want something that's going to be too tough in there, but you, you want the right amount of fat in the burp. That's where you're going to get your flavor. That's where you get your juiciness from. Uh, so I would look at anything from a 75-25 to an 80-20 at a minimum. Uh, once you start going, you know, 85-15, that burger is going to dry out, you know, d- depending on the temperature that you're right. going to get it to. Fat equals flavor. I think, too, when you push those burgers, you make those patties, don't make it super tight. Don't use those, I mean, those burger presses. You're good. Those nooks and crannies inside the burger are beautiful for catching that fat and holding it in. I love those. So. I'd like to give another burger tip because a lot of people have this Please. idea that, you know, they're like, oh, I was always told never press down on the meat. You know, you're going you're gonna to draw all the juices out. Okay. Why is a smash burger? Isn't that what you're doing? No. You're, you're taking a cold ball of meat that's still in solid form and smashing it while the fat is still solid. What you see people doing that are pressing on a plancha or whatever on a grill right. is mm. that fat is now rendered, and then you're pressing it, you're going to draw out the juices. So the key is with a smash burger, you've got to be quick about it. So as soon as that thing you know, hits the grill, smash it. The fat is still, again, in solid form, and then it'll melt and render, create a crust, and you'll have a juicy burger. 
This is my dude. You smash right it once. I see people flip it and smash it again, and I cringe. This is, right this is what I'm talking Please. about right here, Jeffy. Yo. Dan, throw those it, plugs I, out there. I got, go ahead. All right. Got, uh, Gotham City Burger. Gotham what? Burger Social Club. <laughs> you caught me off guard. I was in, like, heaven. <laughs> doing over First there? the bone marrow. Then you Dan, you got food. one fucking I was, job. I was daydreaming. I can't even fun. I had burnt my mouth. I had to wipe my mouth. I'm fucking, like, damn it. I need a burger. Y'all fucking with me right now. God damn it. You were just like, hey, Dan, throw the plugs. <laughs> Gotham Burger Social Club. Find them everywhere. IG, Facebook, <laughs> Gotham Burger Social Club. You gotta sound angry about it. it. I'm hungry. I want some burger. Oh, Dan. Oh, that's what's up. Over, uh, Dan. Jeffy, you got one more up. for him? Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, there's a there's this one butter cheese thing that I just found recently. I don't, I don't know if anybody else has heard of it. It's called uh, Manteca, and it's like uh, it's like butter that's filled inside of a cheese. It's from Italy. It's from oh, uh, Com- Campania. You take a little slice of this, like, butter cheese, and you throw it on top of a burger when it's hot, and it kind of melts, and it makes it taste like dried steak. It's super fire. What? So anyway, yeah, that sounds fucking amazing. It's what? so that good. You guys awesome. can find it. Find a little bit of it. Uh, I get it from my boy Street Leaf Johnny Street at his Leaf. store in Southampton, head of the woods. Shout out Johnny. Um, that sounds and, amazing. Uh, yeah, it's fire. It's hey, so. It's speaking so of cheeses, really quick, uh, Mike, what is your cheese of preference, my friend? Good old fashioned American, yellow go. American gets the job done. It melts better than cheddar. Cheddar can separate and get a little oily. Old school, processed, American. yellow American. Fight for the rights of every man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, I, I think all these things are fantastic tips. Miyagi's got one. Danielson! There you go. Danielson! There you go. He's getting excited for us. Let but I also some- say, you know, I tell people, experiment. Try what you like. This is what works for this burger. I mean, if I'm doing... Maybe a Waggy Burger, a Western Burger. I'm going to throw some Hatch Chilies on there, and I'm going to go with some white cheddar on that. I'm not oh, putting yeah. yellow American. Hey, so or, that's where you know it depends on what you know. Every, everything's got to complement each other, you know, each other on a burger. Listen, Mike, I'm trying to make you my Oklahoma burger, but I'm trying to top it with a little bit of my Alabama white barbecue sauce. I'm telling you what, dog. Oh, a little thin slice of oh. grilled pork belly on top of it. Let me tell you something right now. You'll find Jesus with that. That sounds Hallelujah. fire. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Dan, you got anything else for uh, Mike before we yeah. get him out of here? It's awful late. He's been so patient with us, putting up with the fucking technical difficulties. And, Mike, I promise you, when this is all said and done and you hear the podcast version, this shit never happened. It's like time travel. That's all right. Uh, shit yeah, happens. I, I definitely have a question. I'm, I'm so, I keep seeing all the burgers you've tried. I'm curious. What is the surprise ingredient that you had on a burger that you were, like, shocked that you enjoyed more than you thought? Or maybe something that you absolutely fucking hated that you thought would be delicious? Uh, the one that I loved the most it was the one at Suprema Provisions. They put this uh, black garlic hamon uh, jam on there. Oh shit! It was just, I thought it was going to be overpowering and taking all. It just complemented the beef perfectly. Uh, something that I hated on a burger. I don't like stuffed burgers. I'll do a juicy Lucy, but right. you know you throw like Classic. foie gras in, in a burger, a big chunk of it or something. Not a fan. Damn. Mike, is this your it's full-time over, job now? Kill. Is this your full-time gig? No, I'm actually I'm a financial consultant by day. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, is, this, is what, this is what you call your, your yeah. side hustle. A little side hustle going on. This is what I'm talking about. Mike, you are the man, brother. Nothing but respect for you. I really appreciate your time tonight and have enjoyed this phone conversation more than I ever thought I would. I knew you were going to be electric, but fucking A, you came out here on fire. You were like a lightning bolt, my friend. I, the boys Dude, here, we're all ready to go make I, burgers. Hell yeah. I can't wait to meet up with you guys and do a little celebrating. Dude, you are the man. Hey, big congratulations on that big win, by the way. That's fucking fantastic. Bring that shit home from New York. That's what I'm talking about, Jeff. Hell He's yeah. That home. Thank you very much, guys. That's what I'm I talking appreciate about. the love. Hey, make sure you check out our boy, Mike. Puma from the Gotham Burger Social Club. He is out there doing huge things. He's fucking killing it right now. That's my guy. I'm looking forward to meeting him down the road. Mike, you are the man. Uh, thank you for your time tonight, brother. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Speak there he soon. is. Attaboy, Mike. Right, Mike. Thank you, Mike. There thank you. There he is. Danger. Thank you, brother. Peace. Peace. Mike, Peace. danger, Puma. That's right. That's where he's at. Let me tell you something right now. That dude is awesome. That dude is fucking dude. awesome. I agree. I mean... He was that electric talking burgers. How awesome was that? Oh, yeah, because well, he's into it, man. That's what I was saying. It's like he's, it's like you know, he, he didn't have to do it. He wanted to do it, and he loves it. That's and a it great point. And that's fucking. I, there's such a difference, right? Yeah. When 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 you really like something, I always tell young cooks this all the time. People who work for me different times in my life, I've tried to like point this out. Like you just got to give a shit. If you don't love it and you're not into it, you're not going to fucking do it well. This guy's proven it. He just won. He won. He's not a chef. He went down there and made the best fucking burger because he gives a shit. Yeah. I love it. I mean, you, you can't teach somebody giving a shit. Mm-hmm. You can't wow. teach a shit. Join the program with us here to end it up is our good brother, Chef Dave. Dave's been... Uh, traveling getting his shit better getting back to get his summer rated rock and roll dave uh burgers in detroit man i mean is there any big difference uh it's like slatters in detroit like a lot of like 24-hour burger joints that also do breakfast nice nice uh you heard mike talking man how electric was that guy yeah, yeah, I was waiting for him to go whoo a couple times, but yeah. Do you know how amazing <laughs> that would have been if he like fucking told a story and was like, "Woo!" Oh my god. Yeah. Mike, that was a good show for sure. Mike Danger Puma, that's my guy right there. I really appreciate that. Uh, Dave, congrats for getting back out east, getting the work started, getting the summer going. How's work going for you right now? Uh, it's going well. Prepping, getting ready. Feel good. Uh, this week is gonna be gonna be uh, pretty fun. Feeling good. Feel like the yeah, feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? You know, nice. So, That's the first time you've ever asked me how I'm doing, which is great, Dave. Appreciate that. I didn't really like. Yeah, you're gonna tell me shit. <laughs> uh, Dan, you hear this dude talk about burgers, man? And you text during the show. You text me. You were like, "Fuck, this is crazy." I'm trying to make this burger. Uh, I, your your face is lighting up. I can't see you, but I can feel it. Oh my god! I I love I love burger. Burger might be my all time favorite food. I it's close. I like I love pizza. The the state food of Connecticut. Yep, yep. Pizza. Official. How, how can you, you know, love pizza if you don't but, like that? I'm gonna mute these burgers. You keep talking, Dan. Don't let them interrupt you. Burgers are fucking amazing, and I love burgers. I have a tattoo of a burger. Like burgers are fucking delicious. There's so many things you could do with burgers. And I learned so much about burgers, even though I love fucking burgers today. 
and oh, I'm super burgers. excited. And tomorrow, I'm going to eat at least three burgers. That's I'm what I'm talking about. And Dan, listen, ignore the boys. They're getting angry at you. But let me tell you something right now, Dan. If we really want to piss them off, we could talk about how the actual hamburger was invented here as well. Yes, in Connecticut. Louis Lunch, New Haven. Just saying. <laughs> We can also get the burger. I mean, we'll take it all. Whatever. It's Jeffy all is currently sinking his teeth into his knuckles. I just don't understand what you guys are talking about, man. Eat your there fucking steamed burgers and your burnt pizza. Call it whatever the fuck you want, man. I get it. Wow. Wow. That was hurtful. Aren't they steamed? Like, you guys put them in, like, they a square thing? They steam their pizzas. Wait, hold. And they steam their burgers. Did you say we burgers. steam our pizzas? You just, <laughs> oh, no. you just lost they all credibility. They make like bagels. They make their pizzas like bagels, and then they burn them in a coal oven. Jesus Fucking Christ. Fucking nutmeg bastards. Listen. The floor is yours. I piss yeah, myself. <laughs> Uh, Jeffy is currently pouring gas on the dumpster at the moment, getting ready to strike a match. So that's usually the time. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. That's all it took. <laughs> hey, big Burgers. shout out to everybody. Uh, shout out to our man, Mike Puma from the Gotham Burger Social Club for joining the program tonight. He was fucking electric. Dan, throw those plugs out for him one more time before we get out of here. Yes. I mean, it's Gotham Burger Social Club. I mean, it goes again. Gotham Burger Social Club. Doing it big. Mike Danger Puma. That's you can see him on IG, name. Facebook, fucking God everywhere. That they are representing Gotham Burger Social Club. I'm super excited about this. I want a fucking burger, goddammit, with some fried onions. <laughs> uh, fucking American cheese. I don't give a shit. Potato burger, potato bun. Put works. some mayo on that bun, dog. Mayo on the bun. Mayo That's on it. the burger, mayo on the bun. I don't give a fuck. All, All of it. That. I want it. All of that, all of that. Hey, big shout out to you, Dan, for joining here in the program. Uh, boys, don't go anywhere because we're going to re-record an intro here in a few minutes once we're done with this, just to pull the curtain back for everybody. Um, also, shout out to Dave for joining us in the program. Listen, man, we're happy you're there. We gave you a week to kind of get your bearings back, but you're back on the show. It's great. Uh, looking forward to seeing you out in the Hamptons here very, very, very soon. Uh, shout out to Mike Danger Puma. Also, uh yeah, shout out to the Gotham Burger Social Club. We're very excited to uh, talk to those guys and make friends. And what a good brother he is there, Jeffy, huh? He's a great dude. I, I can't wait to hang out with him. I can't wait for his next pop-up. I hope we can make it. Bro, we're going to make it. We're going to make ourselves make it. That's what we're going to do. 100% not fucking Absolutely. playing games here. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about bad. it for the show tonight, my friends. We apologize for all the technical difficulties, but we figured them all out. We're going to come back and... The podcast version, you'll never know there was a problem because it's like magic. That's right. Hey, if you haven't done so yet, go check out chefplum.com. Click the store. We got all kinds of great shirts up there, some great shit happening. Check that out there. And, of course, don't forget ergochef.com. Use promo code PLUM. Grab yourself a great discount on some amazing products with some really nice people. Check them out, ergochef.com. That's all I got, right, Jeffy? Is that all of it? That's it. It's all our plugs. I love it. I love it. All right, friends. In the meantime and in between time, please remember, food is one of the most important things we have in life. Everything important in life revolves around food. Let's give it the time it deserves. Eat a fucking burger. Happy summer. We'll see you next week. Peace. Tower of power, too sweet to be sour. I'm funky like a monkey. Sky's the limit and space is the place. Thank you for listening to Plum Love Foods Live. See you next week, good brothers and sisters. Just a quick shout-out to, I totally forgot, Jeffy. 
Uh, I apologize. We have Chef Frank Bellotti from Hell's Kitchen on hold this week. Uh, I hope we can get to him. We ran out of time. We couldn't quite get to him. Frankie, we're hoping to get to you next week. We love you, buddy. Uh, shout out, Jeffy. Maybe shout out, it. Frankie. Yeah. We, love Frankie. we apologize, Frankie. Hopefully, get to you next week. We'll see you soon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.